now joined by Sangamon County Public Health Director Gail O'Neill. Gail, good morning. First of all, where do we stand in the county right now as far as COVID-19? Oh, we stand pretty well. We've been on a downward uh, daily daily uh, positivity rate, and we're doing pretty well. And we've seen, too, uh, uh, and thanks for joining us, uh, Greg Bishop, over in the newsroom here. We've seen, as well, a, a large number, uh, at least a percentage of people recovering, um, without, of course, going into individual details here. Tell us what that's been like uh, from the onset of this, where we hear about the first case and then... You know, maybe some hospitalizations, and then you had the uh, the nursing home issues. But uh, what's it been like for those who've uh, have recovered? Can you qualify that for us? Sure. The in the beginning, you know, we just had doom and gloom. Pretty much, you got this, and it was bad, and you felt terrible, or you didn't feel bad at all. But um, you're considered somebody who tested positive for COVID nineteen. So we. Um, People are isolated and quarantined for about 14 days, and then if there's more in their family, uh, it becomes a little bit longer. So people have been through quite a bit, sick or not, um, just through the process of being identified as COVID positive. So we have defined recovery in our um, information. One, we wanted people to know that recovery is possible and that, um, you know, there's not a, a COVID place, a COVID person that needs to be identified to everybody. and um, that people have been getting well and getting back to work. And as we learn about this virus, you know, we learn something new almost every day. So recovered means that they've kind of made it through the quarantine period, isolation, they can go back to work and back to their their new normal life. But um, they may not feel totally great. Some people have lingering effects from the COVID-19 virus that could last them, you know, a month or two where they just still feel tired. Gail O'Neill joins us. She is the director of the Sangamon County Department of Public Health. Uh, and one of the things that uh, I'm going to try to unpack more uh, as we get more data here, and I don't know if you have this in front of you right now, and I understand if you don't, but what have been some of the other health impacts um, caused by uh, you know, the nearly three months here? We've seen um, uh, restrictions put on place, uh, especially with the elective surgeries that have gone on. Uh, you know, I've, I've sadly had uh, a couple of uh, people from my age group uh, that I, that went to the same high school I went to who uh, either died of overdose or suicide. Um, what what kind of things are happening on, on the uh, peripherals here uh, outside of just the COVID crisis? Yeah, and that's been a concern because we have had, you know, the stress alone of this change in our life totally. We've never been totally locked down before and told to stay home, wear masks, you know, kind of be afraid and be away from people. And for many people, losing temporarily or long-term, losing their livelihood has been very stressful. So the mental health aspects of this um, epidemic is we are aware of it and um, it is something that we really kind of worry about. One of the first groups that reached out to me when we uh, they were talking about this, no more than 10 people and everybody stay home, were some AA groups. I mean, we need to let them find a way to continue their recovery. Um, it's very important. So that, you know, we did social distancing and allowed them to meet in person in those kind of situations. Um, and virtually, it's just kind of not the same when you're going through that kind of battle. So this has been hard on on families and um, people that are already stressed lives and maybe putting them at um, even more stress as this goes on. Um, We've seen an increase in in domestic violence and, you know, all the kind of things that the stress uh, that you don't think about in the the business owners and the people that work in businesses, it's really had a big impact mentally and emotionally beyond the physical. 
Yeah. Gail O'Neill is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY, Sangamon County Director of Public Health. Uh, Gail, let's talk a little bit about Phase 3 opening up. The, the tents have been outside or whatever. What is the view of the Sangamon County Department of Public Health as to how restaurants are behaving with those tents? Are, is the social spacing adequate and other things? The tents are a good way for people to be outside and in, in compliance with the governor's executive order. The um, spacing might be a little close, but being outside is is good and um, kind of just reducing the risk with everything that we kind of choose to do. I know many of the restaurants haven't totally followed the rules and are, you know, it rains, it gets cold. So some have been just kind of defying the rules and going ahead and, and opening inside. Um, it's one of those challenges that's the fair, not really totally fair to everybody being on the same playing field, but we haven't seen a big uptick in cases yet. Um, we've had a couple big group events um, around our community and kind of thought, well, in the next week, maybe in the next you know, five, ten days, we would see some kind of uptick, and that could still happen if people test for the virus. And what do we do moving forward here? Because I'm already hearing, uh, and I've seen it on marquees of restaurants, they're open for dine-in. Um, what's the, um, uh, what's the, the, I guess, protocol for the local public health department uh, when it comes to deal with uh, what may be considered uh, public health concerns for some people? Right. Um, dine-in is, uh, you know, not allowed in Phase 3. And uh, I, we're, we're aware that some of that is going on. We do. Uh, operate, you know, with complaints and go and talk to the um, restaurant owners and uh, try to encourage compliance. We go um, as, as public health. We've been inspecting the facilities that have been serving food all all year long, even if it was just drive up, because that's one of the things that we do is try to keep food safe in our community. And um, so we'll talk with them. Um, we have a lot of power if we know there's an imminent public health risk in um, a facility. For example, if there was somebody that worked um, in a food service establishment, and we knew that they had been positive for the virus or any communicable disease, we have power to go in and, and stop that operation. It's a little grayer um, with just trying to implement a, an executive order. Um, there's an overall risk in the community, but nothing that I could probably come in and say, yes, I knew this was a imminent risk in, the, in a court of law. <laughs> so it, it's a challenge, and um, we it's happening we really don't have enough teeth to stop it unless we do know that someone is positive. And that has happened, and facilities have closed and cleaned and um, worked with their staff. But when that happens, uh, that someone has tested positive, generally a work crew has to you know, be quarantined as well, so you lose a lot of your employees. Gail O'Neill, uh, Sangamon County uh, Department of Public Health Director, greatly appreciate you being on with us this morning. Well, let's connect again soon, okay? That'd be great. Thank you very much, Greg. Thanks so much, Gail. We, we appreciate it.